Chidgy on a Friday, cuz what's going on, man? Friday, bro. It's like, uh, I guess you could call this like Halloween weekend. I, I know, like, my, my niece and mine is four years old. She's already had like 16 Halloween parties, and parents are all excited to go. You know, you ever see, wait, real quick, in my neighborhood, these dudes got red solo cups when they're doing trick or treating with oh, their bro. kids, dude. Is that a thing with parents? Like, dude, just it's secretly total getting, thing, dude. They got everyone's got the Yetis or the red solo cups, yes, and. Another thing too is, um, everyone is uh, um, everyone like there'll be guys. You know, you're coming to the house and there's not, now no one's at their door. What they're doing is they're basically the parents are basically tailgating on their on their driveway, right? With like yeah, and they'll be like, hey, you know, here's a Snickers for your kid. You want an IPA? Sure. Yeah, sure. A Snickers for your kid. You want a margarita? I'm serious, dude. It's like it's a drink for the parents. It's crazy, man. I always, yeah. I used to have to drive to work on Halloween. I would drive at like five miles per hour in my neighborhood because all the, I wouldn't be worried about the kids running around. I'd be worried about the dads stumbling into the streets. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have to? Are you guys uh, bringing back the Swift and the? Uh, the Kelsey, uh, I'm sure no. we'll bring it back somewhere. Yeah, we'll bring it back on Halloween night, no doubt. One thing, one thing as a parent, dude, walking around, you you, you find yourself. You know, Halloween's like from six to eight or something, right? Mm-hmm. If, if a car comes on the road, you're like, put the, <laughs> don't you freaking know it's Halloween, dude? Like and like you get pissed, like you're like slow down, like you become like the angry, like yeah. old grumpy old oh. man. Anyone that comes, like, I get pissed when people drive. You're like, dude, don't you know it's Halloween? Where are you going? Then you look, it's like, you know. (laughs) I'll tell you about the non-parenting way I do Halloween. So, like, one of our first years when we moved into this house in this town, we had to go out for something. So I did the the rookie mistake, man. You know when the family leaves the the candy out? Take one. Of course, (laughs) take one. Not only did these kids... Empty out the candy within like 15 minutes. My bucket was in like my trees in front of the house and they stole the mat in front of my house. And I live in a very nice neighborhood. These are just like probably just a group. Did you have a ring camera? No, not then. This was years ago. Since then, I've ripped out the the bell in my arm and we don't answer the door on Wait, you're the grubby. You're the. You're the, you're we, the, are the like, we are the. We are the. You turn your lights off. You turn we, your lights off. We are the house that you skip on Halloween in the neighborhood. <laughs> I swear. They're like, hey guys, that's the Chichaminos. They suck. They turned all their lights off. They ripped out their freaking uh, doorbell. We usually we usually are out though with with the the, the niece. So whatever. Dude, but what about not leaving candy out in front because these punk kids will take the whole thing. <laughs> you know that. Dude, how about get off your ass and deliver the candy to the kids when they ring your doorbell? You're like, all right, kids, you want a Twix, Snickers? And dude, I, this year I'm staying around, and I am I am gonna have the big candy bars. I'm not the house where you show up and the guy gives nice. you like a, a roll of pennies. What was the worst Halloween gifts? No, seriously, what was the worst thing you would hate? As a kid? The raisins, man. The little red <laughs> the raisins. Come on, with that baloney, bro. 
Get me some something nasty. Get me or like an apple. Food. Somebody would give me an apple. Yeah, like, I would throw that as far as I could after I left that house. <laughs> I'd rather I'd rather go to the house that doesn't give away anything than the, the apple guy. Don't give away no. apples, people, and toothbrushes and crap like. So, yeah, I, yeah, don't I, give like, me. Yeah, listen. I'll worry about. I'll worry about my teeth. Don't be giving me tooth. Don't be giving me toothbrushes. What do you think? This is the one night I'm not worried about my teeth. I'm hoping they. I'm hoping they fall out. Yeah, exactly. I'm hoping they fall out. I'm hoping I get nerds and juju beans caught back in the molars tonight. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, also, too, they would give you like the. Remember, somebody you'd get there. The lady would give you like change, like two dimes and a yeah. nickel. What are you doing? Like, what are we doing, ma'am? You you you, can't, you couldn't take the time to go to the grocery <laughs> store and grab a freaking bag of candy. Exactly. You're losing four cents off of this deal. <laughs> one one little Snickers bar is like five nickel. It's a nickel. Anyway, let's let's move oh. on. Oh no wait, dude, this is a great conversation. Yeah, this really is conversation. Halloween. <laughs> Halloween. Halloween's the best. Halloween's the best. I, go ahead. I go used on. to also change costumes back in the day to try to get the big the big candy bars. You doubled up. Yeah, you you go around get the big candy bars. You no no, you find out which house is the big candy bars. <laughs> then you go home, switch your costume, go back to those places, get the big candy bars. That's that's pretty good. That's terrible too. I'll, I'll give you one last story. So when I was in sixth grade, uh, I was gonna go as like a, a punk rocker because you know that's like in the eighties. Like remember, punk was kind of big. Yeah. So my brother, who was a maniac and had was gone through every single phase of like style in his life at the time was like an anarchist like he used to like <laughs> listen to crazy punk rock music and spike his hair and stuff so i wore his pants that he wore like out on friday night <laughs> he put me in some shirt and then we went and remember back in the day you get the hair the hair dye but oh, it was yeah. like you would get it like a ricky's it's not that's not good for your hair and you'd spray a color yeah. into your hair spencer's yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> spencer's gives <laughs> so he did lines he went red and green streaks in my hair. And so like, it was all streaky, whatever. Me and my buddies went out and it was pouring rain that night. So we were out in the rain. And so this stuff was just soaking in my head for for an entire night. Dude, for the next month, full month, my hair was a cross between pink and green because the dye stuck from the rain. Are you serious? Yeah, so in six and then you couldn't off. wash it out. No, and I didn't shave my head back then. I had good locks. I just kept it in for a month. Anyway. <laughs> you got any more Halloween stories before we move on to the actual baseball game? Uh, no, just I still love Halloween, man. Yeah, still one of, still one still of my What was your best Halloween costume ever? Um, I had a full, like, gladiator costume. Cut off, no sleeves, but with, like, a... a it was, like, a samurai costume. It had, like, the chest plate. I had a... a you know, what do you call that? Oh, a yeah, shield, a sword. Shield. And I had like this crazy samurai hat. That was my, and I, oh, and I got one of those mustaches that goes like all the way down. That was my favorite one because I was like jacked up by then. One of my favorite ones I ever wore was like wore three was, years ago, by the way. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, dude, I was going to say, like 10 years ago, I wore, no, 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 not 10 years, 17 years ago. Seems like yesterday. I came back from the, uh, uh, World Series. I'm all fired up. We just get, we had just got home. I just made it for Halloween. It was like the World Series and I just made it for Halloween. And I came back and I had a Superman costume on. Bought one of those full Superman costumes. Okay. And then it wasn't until I was like the fourth house in, I realized my kibbles and bits were hanging out. I'm like, you know, oh, it's like, no. too, it's so tight. It kind of grabs your, you know, grabs your balls. Uh, and like, this is, I had to go home and like find a cup. I had to go find a, like a jock strap to put on. That's great. 
<laughs> oh, who is that? That's Sean Casey, Major League Baseball player, and his and his and his twins and his. And, and little, <laughs> but it was an incredible outfit. The costume was. Incredible. I literally look like Superman. I've always paid paid. I I would always pay up for a Halloween costume. I really would. That plastic <laughs> stuff from Ricky's uh, wholesale doesn't doesn't do it for me. Plus, it never fit me right. <laughs> oh my god, so good. Uh, all right, all right. Talk to me. Might as well talk baseball. <laughs> all right, I, I, the, we were looking at a lot of different things here, but the pitching is interesting to me because uh, there was debate. Did you do you start Ivaldi game one or do you start Montgomery game one? They're going with Ivaldi. You agree with that decision? I'm sure they have a game plan. Just, just the way Ivaldi's been, he's really been locked down. You know, he's had some games where he's you know completely dominated where Texas really needed him. So. And Montgomery's pitched great too, but for me, Evaldi is their ace. You know, especially now in the postseason, the way he's pitching, stuff wise. Yeah. So I love, I love Boach going with Evaldi game one. Right. And uh, what about you? Do you like that change? I like it. I think you go power first, I guess. Yeah. And then you change it up and screw him up with like the more, you know. Well, you got to think ball. about the games ahead too. You're coming. Right. You you get him back, and you know, it could be games four, or seven, or whatever. Right. But Evaldi, you want Evaldi going as many times as he can. Yeah. All right. One more guy for for the Rangers. Expectations for Max Scherzer in this series. I think the expectations for Scherzer now are bigger. I mean, he's got two starts under his belt. I mean, I know he missed some time, but you know, and he's he's had two okay. The first one he you know didn't didn't pitch well. Second one he did okay. So now I'm now I'm like okay, Scherzer's got two legit starts under his belt. I'm expecting more from him in this World Series, no doubt about it. And I'm sure Bochy is too. Yeah. And let's not forget, back in the day, I mean, obviously he was born in his prime, but Max Scherzer has proven that in a big spot, he can come out of the bullpen. Jim Leland, I think it was, was that, 2013, where he had to pitch with the bases loaded and, like, no outs in a game. They brought him in in game four when he was supposed to start oh, yeah. in game five, yeah. and he got yep. out of it. So just just his presence being there is going to be good. If he can give you, man, if you could get, like, five five innings out of him, in his you know game three start and have a lead yeah just make that your base if they if you get that i think you're in really good shape right yeah no i i, I dude if you could yeah if you can get five innings and then you know get it get it into the pen you know that's that's humongous yeah the other interest the other thing when we've seen proof of this in the last series is bruce bochi will trust a guy this is gonna you're gonna see this played a little bit different than in some of these other you know, some of the other people that go, uh, the other teams that have gone analytics, you know, don't go through third uh, third time in a lineup, whatever. Remember, Bochi keeping uh, Ivaldi in, in the fifth inning in a big spot of a close game and it paying off for him. You you don't get that with some managers. You're not allowed to get that with some managers. But Bochi has proven if one of these guys is going good, you yeah. might see starters third time through the lineup in the yeah. World Series game that you might not have seen if any other teams were in this. That's a great point, Chinch, because I think the biggest thing here is you have a GM that was a former player and a manager that's a former player. Former pitcher, too. A former, former pitcher, yeah. So you, when you're watching you're watching how Bochi manages, he's managing more on feel than anyone else is. You know what I mean? And I think because Chris Young, who's a former pitcher in the big leagues for 10-plus years, he's the GM. You know, whatever Boach says kind of goes. So I don't – they, they, they obviously every team has an analytical game plan of this, that happens, this happens. But if the Texas Rangers more than most, maybe the number one team in going on Bruce, what's Bruce Bochy feel 
leaving my guy out there, throwing trust at my pitchers, trust at my players. You know, it's a little – you're right, a little more old school that way. Yeah. All right. And then on the flip side, I mean, you got Gal and you got Kelly. Uh, Brandon, F, Brandon P., the rookie's going to be fine. That's your top three. They proved last series that they can do a game four bullpen game if they have to. Is that playing with fire if they set themselves up for game four to be a bullpen game in the World Series? You know what? I don't I don't think so, Chinch, because first off, they got a great bullpen. They've done a Tor Lavello does a great job of managing that bullpen. I think that's a big thing too. Um, and the bullpen games are normal now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like if you're in a I mean, I can't tell you how many times in the series with in different three game series when I was with the Yankees, like, oh, bullpen game, bullpen game. I mean, everywhere. Yeah. This is gonna be a bullpen. They got these two guys lined up, bullpen game, game three. So, you know, if if there is a bullpen game here for the Diamondbacks, uh, you know, yeah. I don't that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, it's like I think those guys Guys in the bullpen now are prepared for bullpen games, knowing that they can go max effort for an inning or two, and they're just going to, you know, open it up. Yeah. It's funny how they, the game has evolved or devolved, depending on how you feel about it. But remember years ago, dude, all we all we were doing at MLB Network was like, oh, we got to go live to this bullpen game in the Rays. This is crazy what these guys are doing. <laughs> I mean, putting a starter out there. And every freaking time the Rays would have a bullpen game, we had to keep doing live look-ins to it. Because it was so freaky and so and new this world, and now yeah. you're gonna see, you will see it in the World Series one of these yeah. days, or the, or the opener. They got the, the opener, opener going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The opener. That's How long is this guy gonna go? If we can get two innings out of him, that's great. You know, <laughs> yeah, isn't that yeah. so? And then the starter's gonna come in. Like what? Yeah, what happened? So <laughs> weird. That's like having like I, I always. It's funny. Me and Jess were watching the Knicks game opening night, and there are guys on the Knicks bench in, in the NBA who are definitely better than two. There's a couple guys. There's at least three guys that could start on a Knicks who aren't starting. Right. And they come in like four minutes into the first quarter, and they play the entire game, and the starters don't really play anymore after that. It's right. so weird how analytics is, has kind of made you restructure. There's something about the first five minutes of an NBA game where they've established – we're going to bring in our bullpen. And it, yeah. it, it goes like that across the board in all the sports. It's like yeah, you know, and hockey. The, Everybody has like lines. It's like lines. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, you're right, man. It, times are changing as far as that goes. Yeah. And I want to tell you, there's a reason behind it. There's an analytic or something out there that shows that this works better for whatever reason. So, it's very you know, true. they're not just throwing. They're, they're actually they're actually have oh, you know, data behind it. Yeah, now they got AI and all that crap, man. Yeah. Dude, go watch Terminator 1, 2, 3 through 9. It's coming, man. <laughs> it's coming. The machines are coming for us, bro. They're coming hard. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> dude. You'll be going down the street with, like, the freaking guy from the Terminator chasing you with, you yeah. know. Like this. His arms will be turned into freaking swords. <laughs> oh, man. Terminator 2. That was such a good movie. That was such a good movie. That was a big Halloween costume for you. Um, all right. Let's move on to the offenses. You you played offense. Yeah, and you coached offense <laughs> this past yeah. year. Yeah. You got X factors. Who 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 are the guys you gonna think are gonna shine in this World Series? Maybe go well. Go. I, I, obviously, the stars are gonna shine. I really believe you know Seegers. Uh, you know your Corey Seegers in that middle of that lineup. I think your Corbin Carrolls, the, the, your stars, of your team are gonna shine. But then the next level guys, and I also think Simeon hasn't had a great postseason. Mm-hmm. He's gonna have a great World Series. I think I said that yesterday. I like Marcus Simeon, you know, to have a great World Series. Garcia is going to shine like he like he has been, uh, you know, no doubt about it. But I, I'm looking for Christian Walker. 
that you know, number number three hitter for the Diamondbacks. I'm looking for him to have a have a big World Series. I just feel like he had a great season. He's kind of just been okay in the pl- in the playoffs so far. But you know, when I when I look at look at him, man, he's 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 about to break out. So I think he's going to have a really 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 nice uh, nice World Series. He's a, yeah. he's my X factor for the uh, he's my X factor for X the Diamondbacks. Factor. Look at you. Yeah, and then and then my X factor for the for the Rangers um, is going to be Evan Carter. You know, I, I think obviously he's still he's young and he's had a great postseason, but I think he continues to be the guy outside of Simeon and and uh, and Seager and Garcia um, that Carter's a guy that as he sets the table, man that 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 team really goes. So they got some great players, but yeah. Look for look for Walker and Carter to be the two two guys that are you know that 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 have a good World Series. That's a good one. Here's another X factor in the series for both teams that's just popped into my head. Weather will not be an issue in a World Series. Think about that. That's right, because you got you got two domes, right? Yeah, that's different, man. If Philly gets in there, usually this time of year, yeah, it becomes crazy. The wind starts blowing, whatever. Dude, 2006 yeah. in the World Series with the Detroit, it was that's flurrying. Right. That's where I was flurrying. Yeah. Were Snowing. You good, were you a good cold weather hitter or no? Yeah, I think I was just because I grew up in Pittsburgh. You know how it is. You grew up in Long, you grew up yeah, in Long Island, New York, dude. You're like, you, yeah, you become a good cold weather. <laughs> That's you true. It's, it's also different nowadays because there's so much. Wait, you actually tell me, did you guys have hand warmers and stuff in a clubhouse? Is there, uh, dude, I, you'd have those big heaters in the, you know, big heaters that, you know, kind of bootleg. They're kind of dangerous to tell you. They got these oh, big the ones heaters. where like you could kill your whole family. Fires coming out of them. You, in, <laughs> dude, you, yeah. yeah, you go over, you go over to like, at one time my pants caught fire. Stop it. Swear to God, dude. I'm like, oh yeah, this feels good. I'm like, what up? I'm putting my freaking pan out. It, it caught fire from the heater in the dugout. And I think they still have those heaters. <laughs> you gave yourself a hot foot without. Yeah. Him. I was like, whoa, whoa, my pants on fire. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> all right. So there we are. I mean, I guess at the very end of the day, you got, first of all, this is going to be a phenomenal matchup. You have two great managers. You have two teams that are, that are kind of, nobody was believing it. I think I actually saw if you had put a hundred dollars uh, on this being a World Series matchup before the game, yeah, you would yeah. have made like 450 grand. What? And I've had something like that. So wow. it is something that crazy. And these teams both went through horrible stretches. I think the D backs were something like 14 and 30 or, or, or something like yeah. that during this stretch. They almost blew it. They both almost blew it at the end. Yeah. The, the, uh, the Rangers went like four and 14 in like an 18 game stretch. And, you know, you put it together, man. Get in, get in the dance. Dude, I think I think about the Rangers how they got in. They were leading the division all year, just like we were with the Tigers in 06. Mm-hmm. We lost the division on the last day of the year to the Twins, and so did they. Mm-hmm. They lost the division on the last day of the Astros. Turns out might be the be- the biggest blessing for them because they had to go through the wild card. You know, they they kept playing. So they won the wild card, then they went through the division series, then they, you know, then they then they beat the Astros in the championship series, and here they are. What's up, Lily? Hey guys. <laughs> and then, you know what I mean? So it's like it's like yeah, you know it just it boom. You know it, it's it, it's a good thing. It's a good it's a good thing for the Rangers. You know, it turned out to be a great thing that they lost on the last day of the year because now they're in the World Series. Yeah, and there is something psychological to, psychological to this, right? You you were a hitter. Let's just say you were hitting uh, a buck ninety in your last ten games. There isn't there not something where okay now I'm hitting 
zero. I'm hitting nothing. I'm starting from scratch. Isn't there a page turn? There, there's no doubt. Every as, as, an, as a player. I agree, dude. Every series. If you've struggled this series before, when you're in the next series, it's a new, you know, you're, you're in a new dance. You know what I mean? It's a, it, so any, you know, if you struggle in the wild card, or division series, or championships, dude, you got a new life, mm -hmm. new life in the World Series. That's why I think a guy like Christian Walker's going to have a nice World Series because he's due, you know, I mean? he's due to, he's due to kind of, you know, go off a little bit and yeah. he's feeling the same way. O for O right now coming to the World Series. No one cares about the other, the other rounds. Yeah. So this is. Nobody cares about who, uh, what, nobody knows what the World Series MVP hit in the ALCS or in a wild card round. Right. Gone, the, the World Series MVP could have gone 0 for 25. Right. You get to the World Series and you go, you know, 9 for 17 and right. hoist up your own trophy, <laughs> your own yeah. trophy in the awkward, the awkward ceremony. <laughs> the game. And you're a winner, man. You win it. You're a winner. Yeah. You're an instant right. winner. This is where hero, dude, this is where the heroes are made. This is why we want to see yeah. Mike Trout in the postseason. Yeah. Because no one remembers the guys in the regular season. You remember the your postseason heroes. You want to see these guys. You remember the postseason magic, man. Yeah. You know who was a World Series hero? Who? Sean Casey was. You didn't win a series. Well, if we would have won it, I'd have been a hero. I was kind of like, ah, it's that's 529. Good job, man. There were arguments that you should have gotten the MVP on a losing team that year. I do remember that. I remember that. Now, I was joking around with David Eckstein got the MVP. And I'm like, dude, you took my Camaro or whatever it was. <laughs> you got Corvette. That yellow Corvette should be in my house. No, the best one is Al Leiter uh, blames <laughs> – wait, what was it, the NLCS? He blames – who was the guy in the, in the Marlins – Playoff run. Oh, oh Greg. Uh, uh, Greg. Uh, Eric Greg. Recipe. Eric Greg. Eric Greg. He goes, Eric Greg cost me a, a, a series MVP because he gave Levon 17 inches <laughs> off the plate in the game. He, he really has the ass over that all the time. He's like, I have probably right. He's probably right. Like, yeah. Anyway. All right. Let's get rolling. I got to go. Uh, okay. Organize this crappy. I, I got to wear a Paw Patrol mask or something tomorrow, dude. For, for my Wait, for what? Well, tomorrow we're going out to Long Beach on Long Island. Oh, that's right. That's right. You know, one of those kids' party things. And uh, <laughs> I got to be some bulldozer guy or something for Paw Patrol. I don't know. That's man. awesome, dude. That's, dude, you're the best for that, though. But the I'm kids good, love you. The I kids love Uncle man. Rich. Dude, the I, kids love did. Uncle Richie. Yeah. Did you saw, saw the video? I got, I, I'm like the slapstick it was... comedy guy. <laughs> I'm like the dunk. I'm the dunk tank uncle. You just put me in a dunk tank and then kids laugh. Get Uncle Chinch in the dunk tank. He loves it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Enjoy yours, man. Right. Break out those right, costumes brother. again. Kelsey and Swift. Yeah, Kelsey and Swift yeah, will be right. back out, dude, for the Halloween costumes this weekend. And uh, have a blast, dude. Now, I might just bring my Kelsey costume out, like maybe I look like an overgrown teenager, and just start raiding the big candy bars <laughs> just, in the area. No, just start tackling kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god there's a guy who dressed up as travis kelsey he's telling all the children he's stealing the candy oh, oh duels casey former major league baseball <laughs> all right so good all right brother have a great weekend chichi everybody out there have a great weekend thanks for listening we'll see you monday see you brother